Shalom to everyone. As we are currently in the midst of the days of Sfirah Sa'imu, as we were commanded by Hashem to count Sfartem Lachem from the second day of Pesach, as it says, Mimachoras Shabbos, seven full weeks, and we count from Pesach to Shavuos, I would like to share with you a couple of ideas of what these days are all about. And although I have a long list of questions, I'll only raise two for clarity purposes. Question number one is, why is the sacrifice that we're, that we're counting from, which is Koban Omer, which is we bring the first grain, barley, and once we bring that sacrifice to Hashem, then we're allowed to have all the new wheat. Before that, it's called Isur Chadash, and one is not permitted to eat the new wheat, any new grains. Why is it called Koban Omer? It's a funny name because it represents a volume. Obviously, the answer to that question is somehow related to the man, because the man also had that volume, that a person was allowed to eat that amount, which is an oimel, an oimel per person. But what is the kesha, what's the connection to the man, and why is the whole sacrifice, why, why, what is the kesha? And question number two is, it's so obvious that there's, there's a, also a tight connection between counting the oimel to Pesach, as the Chinuch explains in Mitzvah, Shin Beis, and Shin Vav, that really it would be more fitting to count the Oimel, to count Sfirah's Oimel, to count towards Shavuot from the first day of Pesach, not the second day of Pesach. But first day of Pesach already represents the idea that HaKadosh proved to us that He's running the world. And He can, He, he did the ten plagues, and He took us out of Egypt, etc. So it's not fitting to mix two major milestones, and hence it's more fitting that we use the milestone of the Koban Oimel, the sacrifice of the Oimel, and count from that point in time. So to understand better what the Chinuch means, perhaps we can say like this, that it's true that HaKadosh Buch on Pesach, He showed us that Einod Milvado, there's no one else except for Kadesh Bochu, and he showed us through the plagues and through taking us out of Egypt, etc. However, if you look carefully in the Midrash, it says that the Oimel, us bringing a sacrifice before we can eat the first wheat, the first grains of the year, that is screaming out based on the Midrash the idea that Kadesh Bochu runs also nature. During Pesach, we saw this concept that Hashem runs the world. But now, that nature, now that Hashem is, since that point and on, as the Ramban clearly states, that Kadosh Bochu, only at one point in time in history, He was showing to everyone that He runs the world. From then on, it's our job to give it over to the next generation, as we do on Leila Seder every year. But, then comes Koma Noimel, that it's, we work to try to find ourselves, uh, to find the Kaddish Buhu in nature, within nature. And that's what the Koman Oimer represents. Because we take the first grain and we say to Hashem, we know it's you, even though we can easily make a mistake. And we say, wait a second, it's nature taking its course. We put a, gra- we put a seed in the, uh, planted in the ground, and it makes sense that it grows. So we can say, oh, it's not a Kaddish Buhu. But no, Kaddish Buhu is creating an optical illusion. And we have to realize that really behind the scenes it's all a Kodesh Buchu Enoid Milvadoi 
And that's exactly the idea of the Oymer. This is what the Chinuch means when he says it's totally two different things that are going on here. Pesach represents the idea that HaKadosh Bochu showed us without a shadow of a doubt that HaKadosh Bochu is running the world. Then comes the next day this sacrifice that we see that despite Hashem's hiding Himself in nature, we have to work hard through these days and realize all Tzvilas Oymel in order to get ready for Matan Torah on the Shavuos. And we have to get ready to receive the Torah by working hard and seeing that even through the optical illusion called nature, we see Hashem. In fact, it's very interesting that really, Teva Bigimatri, a numerical value, is Ha'elokim. Just like the opposite of that, which is a Safik. Uh, I'm not sure what, how this happened, it just happened randomly. That in Gimatri is Amalek, that's what Amalek is all about. They try to always deny the fact that Gadesh Bochu is running the world. So to summarize, we already see some sort of a connection. The first we have Pesach. Pesach there, Gadesh Bochu proved to everyone that Hashem is running the world. Then we had Sfilas Oymel. started off with the sacrifice of the Oymel that we scream out and we say we know you're running the world even through nature. And that's work. That's hard effort that takes on our part because we have to look for HaKadosh Buhu within nature that's around, that's around us. And that's the days that we're working hard until we get to Shavuot. And then, and then we reach Shavuot ready for Matan Toyo. This we can also already answer other question. What in the world is the connection in, between this sacrifice and the man? And the answer is because we're showing this idea that we know everything's Hashem. Even though the man falling from the sky should seem like wow, that's unbelievable, that's such a huge miracle. Of course that's Hashem. It's the same miracle that Hashem created a situation, nature, that when you plant a seed it'll come out as wheat. That's also a big miracle if you think about it. It's not different. And that is exactly what we're trying to portray during this bringing this sacrifice of the Oymel. And that's exactly what we're trying to remind ourselves and work on ourselves during this time to realize everything that, everything around us, even within nature, is a Kodesh Bohu. With this we can answer why Sif Techayim explains why Mazkirim Gvuris Kshami Betchiyasamesim when do we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mashiv HaRuch Morid HaGashem? Tafka in the blessing where we say Tchiyas HaMesim, HaShem resurrects the dead. As Rav Dessler says, because both are the same miracle. You might think, oh, rain makes sense. Everyone knows how nature works to, to allow the cycling of water and it rains. That's obvious. But when if you saw someone do Tchiyas Amesim, you'll say, wow, that's unbelievable. That's just because we're not used to it. But everything is a huge miracle and all comes from HaKadosh Bochu. And it's the same. To explain this process on a deeper level, perhaps we can say that Pesach represents an abundance of Chesed. Hashem showered us with Chesed to show us that He's running the world. After that, he took that away and he hid himself within nature. And now it's our job to work hard to find Akadish Buhu. That's why this time is known by the Svalim Akadoshim to be called the Zman of Din. Din is when you work hard for something so that you'll earn it. Pesach was Chesed. Now it's Din. And then we reach a voice. And that's the time of Tiferes. Tiferes is the harmony, the balance between Chesed and Din. And Bemet, it's very fitting. Why? 
because first of all, if you look carefully, what's the mazal of of Chodesh Nisan, which we have Pesach in this month? It's Tale. It's like a little sheep. That represents the idea of just following someone. We're just following Hashem and He's showing us He's running the world. He's giving us a present, Chesed, that Hashem's running the world. Then, Iyar is the main month of Sfirah Soimer, the month we are holding in now. And that, the Mazal of Iyar, is Shor. Shor, an ox, represents hard work. That's what we're doing now. The Yimei we're working hard to find Hashem in nature, realizing that it's all from Hashem. And then we reach Avot, we reach, after a hard effort, we reach now the Mazal of Teomim. Teomim are twins, because now we put Chesed and Din together, we get to the balance, and that's when Hashem says, now you earn to see me. And Be'emet, if you look in Rashi, on the Pasuk, in Vaizchanan, Hashem now opened all the seven Rikim, the seven different skies, and showed us that indeed, we saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one. Because we earned it. And in fact, this cycle of Chesed, and then Din, and then the balance, you reach the balance in the result, the harmony between Chesed and Din, that you can find in many, many aspects of life. That's how Hashem created the world. Even will give even the most simple thing as teaching your son how to walk or how to ride a bike. At the beginning, you kind of do it for him and he feels like, this is amazing. That's unbelievable chesed. Then, you take that away and he has to earn and figure out how to do it on his own. That's din. And then you reached the result of the harmony between chesed and din. The same thing, or the same reason is why we know that when we're in our mother's womb, HaKadosh who brings an angel for us and teaches us all the Torah. And then he takes it all away. And now, why? First it was a bunch of chesed. Now in this world we work hard to regain all the Torah and work hard to get it. And then eventually we'll reach Tiferes, which is the balance, the harmony between the two. And we'll use it for Oil Amabah. But these explanations were Marviach. Why Shavuot is called Shavuot? We know where in the Torah do we see it's called Zman Matan Torah We only say that in Davening. So what is Shavuot? If you <laughs> if you translate it to someone, you would say it's the holiday of weeks. Why is that? What kind of a name is that? But according to what we're saying, it's great because it's the result of our hard work. That's why it is indeed called weeks because it's looking back on the path that we work hard to earn this level to be a clear vessel to get the Torah. Why? Because we worked hard to find Hashem also within nature. Despite the optical illusion Hashem created for us, so that there'll be room for our pchirach of sheet, our freedom of choice. With this, we can also be marviach. Why Pesach, dafka in this context of counting sfiras oimel towards towards Shavuos, Pesach is referred to as Shabbos, as it says, "Uspartem lachem mimochorat Shabbat." Why is it being called as 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 Shabbos? Pesach should be called Chagamatzus, like it's called earlier. What's going on over here? And according to what we're saying. It's great. Because Shabbos represents the seventh day of creation. And the first time that Hashem really showed it to us as a present, as Chesed, that Hashem created the world, was in Yetziat Mitzrayim. And then we have to work hard to find the Kaddish Bucho in nature. So, although there's so much more to say on this topic, but we've answered our main questions that we raised. Because we know now the Kesha, the connection between Pesach Shavuot 
Pesach, Shavuot, and Tzfirah Soim are in between. Because first we have Chesed, Hashem showered us to show undoubtedly HaKadosh Buchu who runs the world, Einod Milvadoi. Then we work hard during Tzfirah Soim, which is known to be a Meyadin, open brackets. And that is why also Tamid Rabbi Akiva passed away during this time, close brackets. And then we work hard to find Hashem, and we reach the result. Shavuos doesn't represent, it's not, we're not commemorating a certain date, but rather it's the result. That's why Shavuos is really 50 days, full 49 days after Pesach, and it doesn't necessarily have a date of its own, because the whole idea is we've reached the result after working hard to see Hashem within nature, to be ready, to get to, get to the milestone of being ready to accept the Torah. And that's why also we're counting from the oimel because the oimel that sacrifice represents the idea that even the grain we put the, when we planted a seed that it's also Hashem even though it's hiding within nature, which is why it's so important that there's a tight connection between the oimel and the amount the oimel that we got the man because the man was obviously an open miracle, but it should be obvious to us that's the same miracle as when we plant a seed. And and we and out of it comes a plant or com- comes a wheat. Before I end up with the story, I want to say I want to add a little touch to this, and to say that when we have to find the Shem in nature, I don't think nature is limited to literally nature like we spoke now. And when a, we put a seed in the ground, it comes out to be <coughs> an orange tree, an apple tree, or wheat. I think it's a lot more than that. Anything that happens around us, situations come up that is not the easiest to deal with. But yet, a person that knows that just like nature is a Kaddish Bohu, everything that happens around you is also a Kaddish Bohu. And then Shem is telling you, I want you to deal with this situation now. Be it if your wife needs your help, or a friend needs you to give him a good word, whatever it is. That too is Hashem calling out to you and saying, do this. It didn't just happen. This is from Hashem. A person that views life through these glasses, it's a totally different ballgame. And to that I will end. A friend of mine gave me a, a book as a present about someone that was a certain family that had a kid that no doctor really understood what was wrong with him. And... He lives actually here in Beit Shemesh, and he wrote a whole book about this. But one little part of the book spoke about how he went on the bus on a f- two-hour trip, and the kid was, the baby was screaming, was three years old, he was screaming. He didn't know what to do. Finally, he reaches the place he needs to go to, to this metapel, a person that will ta- help him try to figure out something with the kid. And he saw that the father was very, very sad. He goes, what happened? He goes, what do you mean, what happened? I, I really wanted to learn. I gave up so much of my life to learn. And now I, I, I feel like I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an ambulance driver. I'm always 24-7 with this kid trying to help him. It's very hard for me. Hashem gave me so many gifts, so many things I could have done at work, but I wanted to leave everything. And for Hashem, I wanted to learn. So the person put him in his spot and says, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're 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 a liar. He goes, I'm a liar? He goes, yeah, you're a liar. You just told me you're doing it for Hashem. You want to learn because you're doing it for Hashem. If you're really doing it for Hashem, and that's the only reason you're learning and not for yourself, 
then why are you so upset? Is it not obvious to you that Hashem gave you the skin and He wants you to take care of Him? So that's what you're doing. Why are you looking at it as if it's a B'di'evid situation? It's not. It's exactly the same thing. This is what HaKadosh Baruch wants you to do. And the person said that he was so happy he put him in this place because that comment changed his whole perspective on life. And that's exactly what we're trying to say here. That just like we have to find during these days Hashem within nature, we also have to find Hashem in every situation that comes our way. Yiratzon, the Kaddish Buchu, will give us the Koychos to be able to find the Kaddish Buchu everywhere in life, be it in nature, be it in the situation the Kaddish Buchu throws away. Have a good Shabbos.